Hi, welcome to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. I'm a former media and marketing executive turned career strategist and executive coach. I spent my career working my way up and through the ranks of global organizations and startups. And today I show others how to do the same. Join me each week as we discuss the strategies and actionable steps to leverage your strengths, increase your confidence, and develop your career well-being. Ready? Let's do it. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Career Refresh Podcast. This is my 25th episode. That's like six months. When I first thought about creating a podcast to bring career strategy content to people, I didn't think I'd have six months worth of content in my head. And I certainly didn't believe that I could talk for more than 10 minutes at a time. (laughs) But you know, hey, mindset work. I am a student first and I practice all that I talk about. I worked my brain to a place of possibility and I thought, well, what if I could do this? So here we are 25 episodes later, and I get to bring these ideas and thoughts into the world to help others. This work is my ministry, and I love that I get to show up every day and do it. Today, I want to talk about the power of no, the no's we experience and the no's we choose throughout our careers and our lives. When no's happen, you're not the candidate, you're not on the short list, you weren't invited to the meeting or a client declines to move forward with your well-strategized and researched proposal. Once you stop feeling bad about the no, there's a tremendous opportunity to rethink the no's. Many of us go to a place of what's wrong with us, and we may question our talent, our competency, and our worthiness. But I'm here to talk about what if we digest the no and then flip the no on its head? Could the no be an opportunity? Rejection is protection, right? I have an opportunity to look at my thoughts and the facts around the no. The goal would be able to find a way that even if the no totally sucks, that there's a refresh and a neutralization of my thoughts around the no. And that's really where the magic lies, our ability to rethink and change our minds. No's can be pretty life-changing. And the no's in my career have always resulted in my most significant growth. I've been fired. That's a total no. I've been downsized and made redundant. Mm, Another no. And I had a pretty serious head injury that subsequently told me no for the next 10 years. Listen, I am not claiming that I knew that any of these circumstances were opportunities at the moment, because at the moment they totally sucked. But I got coached. I was taught how to look at my thoughts. And then I eventually was learning how to make a decision. How do I want to feel about a particular circumstance? And then the reality that I get to choose how I want to think about something was totally new to me at the time. None of this means that I figured it out overnight, but I mean that over time, by getting curious about a situation, the no, all of my thoughts I learned how to sort of neutralize the thoughts enough so that I could begin to rebuild and look at these situations as opportunities. And you know what? Every no up-leveled me. 
I didn't just get back on my feet in the same place where I left off. The nose gave me time to rethink and choose my approach wisely, and the nose excelled me. The nose were powerful gifts. Getting reduced and downsized early on in my career helped me get clear on my professional community and my network. It launched me into being of service to others and deciding that I will always connect and help someone who's looking for a job. Building a reputation as a connector has brought so much opportunity and value into my life and a lot of friendships too. Getting fired early on in my career sucked, but it also didn't. I was miserable. The boss that hired me was let go and a new regime was moving in. And because of my unmanaged mind, I treated every day like I was sitting in the waiting room. I was waiting, I was sitting in fear. I recall that I had plans to go away for a long weekend and my new boss had approved the time off. So it was around 4.45 on a Friday and I was getting ready to leave to catch my bus. And she tells me that I can't go yet because she preferred me to work on a project with the sales team. I didn't work in sales. I didn't know anything about the sales strategy. She eventually released me about four hours later and I was able to catch the last bus out of town to my getaway destination. I recall lying in bed that Monday morning thinking if I could just have a few extra days off, if I could just have a break to rethink and figure this whole thing out, I'd be okay. I remember going back to work on Tuesday and she called me into the conference room. HR then pops out from behind the door, totally smooth. She told me I was strategic, successful, and fabulous but that today was my last day with the company. I remember saying to her, so you don't want strategic, successful, and fabulous people on your team? And she said, no, I don't. And then she walked out of the conference room. (laughs) This experience was equally laughable and shocking, but it launched me into thinking that I will always bet on myself. I will also always be resourceful and I will have agency of self. And in the following months, I made the plan to start my own business. It took a few more jobs and a few more years to actually realize the dream, but the seed was planted that day. And you know what? I mentally thank her regularly. She gave me the push, the power of no. The first neurologist that I saw after my head injury told me to avoid planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, and boats. I thought he was kidding. You know, like the John Candy and Steve Martin movie titled Trains, Planes, and Automobiles? He said that I would eventually get worse and worse and eventually be totally bedridden. I was like, dude, I live on an island and the only way on and off the island of Manhattan is by plane, okay, a helicopter, a train, a car, or a boat. That no. That note launched me into a big NFW. A doctor will not tell me how to live my life. I will choose how to live my life. That note propelled me with a ferocious hunger to learn everything I could about the mind. And I'm here today with a business that helps people with their minds. I also thank this neurologist regularly. Without his direct feedback, I don't know how long I would have waited around in, again, the waiting room before I made a decision to strive within my new reality. I can't fix what I broke, but I can create a new reality from this point, from here. Again, 
betting on myself. The power of no. It's a worthy journey to look back at some of your biggest disappointments. Where did the no's turn into big yeses? The no's can leave you open to other opportunities that may be where you need to go next. Where have no's taken you in your career? So I look at no's in a few ways. First, there's the clear no. When we get the actual words no, or we get an email, or you're really clear because the other person's response says the word no. No is the end and there's a completion to it. It's final. And in that finality, you are propelled to a new beginning. And maybe you've attempted to get to the solution and you're aligned that this is the end. You make a decision and you move on. Knows that as the beginning, I get a chance to really listen to others and to understand where someone is coming from in their no. No may mean we can't offer you the promotion or I can't proceed with your plan. But no is an opportunity and it's your first opportunity to solve the problem. I may not accept the no. And therein lies the opportunity because I get to slow down, look at the data and my results and decide where to go next. I get to keep showing up and learn from my past choices and my past mistakes. I met Sherry Salata, the executive producer of the Oprah Winfrey show when I was working in marketing, media, and advertising. She recently wrote a book titled The Beautiful No. It's part memoir. It's definitely a connection of gems and stories. The book talks about her journey to and post Oprah. The idea of no, the beautiful no, first brought her to Oprah and eventually towards the life that she wanted to create next. She was 35 years old, people, when she got the call for the entry-level job on the show. She just received a no from another opportunity that she really wanted. And that no left her open so that when she got the call from the Oprah Winfrey show, she was able to accept the freelance gig and work with Oprah. She talks about that no becoming a spiritual foundation for her. There's another kind of no, which is the silent no. And that no left you without a response. The no resulted in you being excluded or not invited or not sure if you got the job, not sure of next steps. What does the silent no bring up for you? This can be a trigger for many. I know for me, not getting an answer and not having that clarity was always a trigger before I learned how to manage my mind. I would be like, why won't they just answer? With the silent no, I like to think about it in terms of timelines, meaning it can be silent for this week, this month, or years. But where you get to and how I want to choose how to proceed from the silent no Everything is in your court. This is when you get to choose, is it final or is it a no from now? Or is it the time again in which I'm from this point forward going to think about a new strategy? You then work your mind and you think about how you want to approach your path forward. And the last kind of no that I'm thinking about is the no that says, you know what? I'm done. No. Enough. I want something different, even if I don't know what it is or where I'm going to find it. Naomi Osaka said no at the French Open to focus on her mental health. Simone Biles, the greatest of all time, the seven-time Olympic champion, the most decorated gymnast of all time, said no. 
by withdrawing from the Tokyo Olympics and the competition, citing concerns over her mental health. Biles showed us that resisting expectations can be more powerful than persisting through them. Her no was for herself. Enough was enough. Simone's no will probably be one of the most memorable things about the Tokyo Olympic Games. And she recently tweeted, The outpouring of love and support I've received has made me realize that I am more than my accomplishments and gymnastics, which I never truly believed before. The power of no. You have to build the process, the plan, and the rules for your own life. How do you want to proceed from the no? What are your non-negotiables? And know that every day is yours to create. How are you managing your career, your life, and the evolution of you? Your words shape your experiences. And every ancient master has told us this. So I'm reminding both myself and you today that words matter. You get to pick how you want to reframe and reset your thinking. Sherry Salata recently said, when I began to take my words seriously, my life changed dramatically. Separate story from fact around the no. Get clear that often the first thought around the no is totally random. You're like, where did that thought come from? That's not your fault. The second thought though is all yours to manage. And look at your crappy thoughts and ask yourself, what if you responded to yourself in a softer, kinder way? Okay, so now for some practical tips, how to respond to no. Not responding to a no is not the best idea. It can be for now and it may not be forever. But while you may want to blow it off and move on, think about it for a minute. Is that the result you want? How about creating a different impression? If someone is professional enough to get back to you, to tell you no, you can respond with your version of thanks for the feedback and I would like to stay in touch. Second, don't respond negatively. Assuming that this is a professional exchange and that the person who has said no has not been raised by wolves, they will probably have an inkling that the no may lead to disappointment. Responding positively and graciously is unexpected and so powerful. Have you ever received a positive response to your no from someone else? I did. And she blew me away. In fact, I'm talking about her on my podcast. She applied to work in my group. And while she was a qualified candidate, she was not the strongest candidate for the position and didn't have the most experience and the particular experience we needed. But her response to our no was courteous and thoughtful. And I remembered her email. I remembered her. And when I saw her name months later on a list of possible candidates, I hired her. She said she was shocked that I remembered her. But we remember when someone makes an unexpected move and leaves an impression on us. The next no, it's not about you. Even if your name is all over it, I know it may feel like it's about you, but I promise it's rarely personal. The decision is about them. It's their thoughts, their needs. And if it was your opportunity, you'd have it. How do I know that? Because you'd already have it. You can't lose what's not yours. And lastly, when the no is all about you, you're the one who's saying no. What are your non-negotiables? Where are you a no, but a stand for yes for yourself? When have you gained sovereignty and agency because you said, I'm done? enough. Give this all some thought. 
Where have the no's in your life turned to opportunities? Okay, my friends, let me know where no's have taken you in your career. And I want to ask you, who's on your team helping you with your career strategy? I'd be honored to help you. Check out the details in the show notes where you can apply for my program. And that's it for this week, my friends. Thanks for joining and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Career Refresh Podcast. If you're enjoying this and you want more information, go to my website, jillgriffincoaching.com. There you can find information on how to work with me one-on-one or my group programs, or even bring me into your workplace. I'll put the link to my website in the show notes. But hey, listen, before you go, do me a favor, rate and review this podcast because it definitely helps me get the word out to people everywhere so that they can also thrive in the workplace. All right, friends, I appreciate you. I'll see you soon.